Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time, back with the one and only Mr. Jason Pritchard. How are you doing, sir? Good morning, Zuber. I am doing well. How are you? I'm doing well. You know, I want to get special love and attention to the three amazing heavy hitters uh, that agreed to come in, spend an evening uh, in Fresno uh, with us and, and just be awesome individuals. And we'll go in the order that they spoke. Uh, so first out the gate was Mr. Henry Washington. Uh, what'd you take away? What'd you think uh, of that conversation? Henry's just such an awesome dude, man. Like, I think just, <laughs> he's just such a genuine, like, I, I don't know how you could not like Henry. You know what I mean? I've met him a couple of times. We've interacted and it's just, you meet people and you're just like, dude, this seems just like a good person. Right. So I think that is why he's found a lot of the success that he's had. Obviously he's doing well in his business and stuff, but I think his story is very relatable as well. And yeah. I think he delivers it very well too. I was telling him when we were at dinner last night, like just his delivery and his ability to speak and, and, and transfer his message to, you know, to, to the audience from the stage, I think is really, really good. And so I thought he did a great job. I think he has a story that resonates. And especially because I think the profile of the crowd that we had yesterday was skewed much more to the newer side. Right. So I think mm -hmm. they can look at a guy like Henry and be like, wow, I can, I can do that. Right. When they hear pace on, they're talking about seller financing a 268 unit apartment building with no money out of pocket. The, it really, you kind of see the <laughs> eyes get really big. They're like, Whoa, I don't know. But yeah, like Henry's story is really good, man. So I think, uh, I think he did an awesome job. I think Hen Henry is, uh top 10 communicator I've seen in my entire career, mm -hmm. right? It's very relatable, but he also, I don't know how to say it. I'm going to say hard hitting, but I don't think that's the right phrase. He just, he like, I he like punches you in the nose. Like, yep. Do the work. Yep. Just do the work. Um, I thought that was awesome. I love his story. Again, he tells it so well. Yes. Uh, you know, he ropes in his wife. You can almost feel the emotion. You can feel the panic attack. He talks about, uh, Talks about getting that first deal, communicating with banks. And then he drops pearls. I mean, it's not something I've done, but reaching out to community banks and just trying yep. to establish a relationship. I'm like, God, Zuber, you missed again. You know, That's get off right. your ass and do some yeah. do some more work. <laughs> and it's and Henry's um I was talking to him yesterday and it's, he's still in the, like, he's in the trenches doing it, man. You know what yeah. I mean? He's going on his appointments, he's closing his stuff, right? So I think sometimes people can get a misconception of like when you've got he's a host on bigger pockets he's got this big social media profile right so it's like i think sometimes people can equate like you know status on social media with like oh man you're doing all these and he's really just kind of doing it man you know what i mean and i think that's i think that's relatable too i think that is really awesome and it makes people feel like cool man i can do this too it's just like you said you got to do the work you know it's yeah. it's doing the the fundamental things in order to get you to where you need to go yeah, I, I I was a huge fan of Henry Washington. I've interviewed him once or twice before, um, getting to know him in person, privately, just have conversations. And then more importantly, one of the things I always like to do at events is I try to get small, if that makes sense. And I try to go back and kind of look over to see how people like little pods form around people. Mm -hmm. And Henry's just a gracious and, and helpful individual. So I I, uh, I was impressed with him before and, and more after that event. So Hen Henry was awesome. Yes, he was. And it, and then Jamil. Jamil comes out of nowhere. Great storyteller, comedian. He's very funny. Yes. But my biggest takeaway of Jamil is he kind of punched some wholesalers in the nose yesterday and, and basically said, the market changed, guys. Stop talking to me about work. what worked last year. Do, the, the market changed. Do different. At least that's what I took away. 
Yeah, and you're talking to basically the biggest wholesaler in the country too. You know, so it's not so you know the guy the guy knows what he's talking about, I guess, right? So, um, yeah, I I really it's interesting. I really like what Jamil had to say for a number of different reasons. I think selfishly, his advice yesterday and where he sees things going with his agent attraction model and developing relationships with people, bringing you this stuff, and not just make a thousand phone calls and send all the letters and do these things, which is what I think has been really working the cold calling, the texting and all the direct to seller stuff. Um, I think that is really in line with kind of a lot of the stuff that I'm doing. I, you know, my business model has always been about 50% of my deals come from what I refer to as my network, which is essentially attracting deals from people through my meetups and through uh, relationships and through agents that I know and that type of stuff. And then the other half comes from direct to seller. But it's funny, we were talking about my investor fuel mastermind. So I was reporting on my quarterly numbers for this last quarter. And like over 70%, we did 16 deals, I think this last quarter, and 70% of them came from my network, right? Wow. So I actually feel like we talked about this at the event as well. Once you start building momentum with your social media, social media to me is kind of the foundation that you build some of this stuff off. I don't feel like it's something that can be hacked, right? Somebody can't just come in and fake the brand equity and the the track record that you people like you and I have established in our market, right? Mm -hmm. And so you have to like, this is five, six, seven, eight years for you, 20 plus years of a track record in the making, right? And mm -hmm. sharing it effectively on social media, that's something that, isn't going to like texting, for example, where the carriers can make one change and then it goes down. You can't, that can't happen, right? right. Like your relationship and your track record is always going to be number one, in my opinion. So it was really exciting to hear uh, a, an operator like Jamil say, this is where my vision is going and having it be in line with what I'm doing well and what you do well, right? So for me, I was excited. I thought it was cool. Yeah. And again, I, I loved how the audience, there was a bunch of newer people there and, yep. and, what I what I took from Jamil's conversation was don't overcomplicate it. I mean, I don't know how many times he basically said, I mean, because we did a Q&A section right after lunch and he was on the stage. Three or four times he looked at the person asking the question and was like, dude, you're not paying attention. Yep. It's you're overcomplicated. You've you've already answered your own question. I mean, it's just so many times it's like, and then again, in an environment that transactions are slowing down, days on market are growing. Look at the MLS. Get a buy box, put in some filters, get some notifications, figure out your days on market and, you know, start writing offers. And Jamil's like, screw it, right at 50% off. I'm like, damn. That's right. That's right, man. I mean, he said he used an analogy where you can speak with 50 sellers or you can speak to 50 people that speak with 50 sellers. And, and when you do the second thing, you speak to 50 people and in, in we're talking about agents now here, right? If you speak to 50 agents that speak to 50 sellers and you develop those 50 relationships, right? Eventually, somebody's going to bring you an opportunity, but those 50 people will then continue to work in the background while you're talking to 50 other people. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's, it's almost like cloning yourself, if you will. It, 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 guys, it is, man. And so you, it, it's not brain surgery what we're doing here. You know what I mean? And so I think you think about it and um, there is going to be an opportunity. We're already seeing it. We've had a couple deals that my team has done just from agents bring them to us. I haven't seen an agent bring me a deal in the last 24 months and they haven't had to. Right. Yeah. But yeah. now they're, now it's starting to come. And so I feel like, 
I, I feel like you need to, regardless of whatever's been working, I think that's something that I pride myself on. I know you're big on this stuff too. Just because it used to work this way doesn't mean it's going to work like that forever. And that's it. And I think our backgrounds in corporate America, my stud, like the goalposts were always changing. Always changing. So, yeah. Always. So it's like your compensation competition plan change. was, yes. Yeah. It's like, okay, now it's this, now it's a new product. Now it's a new comp plan. Now it's a new, so I'm constantly like, all right, what's next? And now I'm ready for it. And we talked about leaning into these challenges and not saying like, oh my gosh, dude, like, why is it not working? And I was crushing it with this. And you know, what was me and being a victim? Like, no, you just figure out what you have to do now and just do more of that. And so yeah, it's good. A... It's, it's nice that the learning curve for us will be lower on this one, right? It's not like a whole brand new thing because we're right. already good at the thing that is kind of, it's shifting and now it's going to be, um, now yeah, this I, is going to be where the bills are going to come from. I wonder if it's our sales career that gave us that. Cause that's it. Cause earlier, I think we talked about 30 or 40% of the people are going to be out and it's probably going to be cause they don't pivot or if they do pivot, they'll pivot too late. You and I are looking at this and people can go walk to your playlist. We were, I mean, you talked about getting finer on your buy box, tighter, less far away, like five months ago. Yeah. Right. You were like done. We're pivoting. Then you did this and you did this and I, I think um, that it is. I think that it for me, it is. I think there's so many lessons. I talk a lot about like being disenchanted when I was in corporate America and there was a component of that for sure. But I also feel like looking back, if I'm being honest, it was the best experience that I could have that translates over to this. Right. And so these lessons that we're talking about are things that I learned from that 15 year period when I was in corporate America, just kind of figuring this stuff out. So I'm not having to figure it out on the fly while it's happening while we're in real estate. So now I don't have to feel nervous and I don't have to be scared because it's like, I've already seen this before. Yeah. I've done this before. Um, you know, it's just it, now it's, it's real estate. You know, we're speaking the language of real estate, not corporate sales. So I, you know, I think for us, it's okay, let's go. And that, that experience, man, is um, it's priceless because while other people are getting scared, especially now, uh, you and I already know what we're doing. We've made the decision and we're okay. already going. Yeah. I am. I am more excited for next year than any year except 2010. I will admit that 2010 was amazing. I had private money lined up and I figured out the banks, how they were selling. So 2010 is going to be hard to beat. But next year, I am more excited for next year than than any year but 2010. Yeah. No, it's going to be. We talk about this and joke about it. We've had people complaining for so long about all the competition can't buy. And now it's here. Like the time's here, guys. So stop talking yourself out of it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's exactly. going to be good. I'm excited. Oh, it's going to be fun. Well, folks, we're going to keep putting out this out there every other week. You need to follow Jason Pritchard. Send him a note saying you're from one rental at a time. And where would they go? Uh, easiest place to follow me is on either Instagram or Facebook, guys. So just put my name in either one of those platforms. Reach out to me. Uh, if I can help you guys with anything, if you're stuck on something or just need to bounce an idea off me, uh, I'm happy to help if I can. Jason is the biggest go-giver, has the biggest heart, and he does answer all his DMs. So send him a note today. Thanks, bud. Thank you, guys.